Hello again, my name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving buyers and sellers since 1996. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Today's topic is part two of two, how buyers buy real estate. Again, focusing on who is the typical buyer. This information comes from the 2019 National Association of Realtors Profile of Buyers and Sellers. Specifically, it comes from a survey using 125 questions mailed to over 159,000 recent home buyers who completed a purchase of a primary residence between July 2018 and June 2019. This is a national survey, so your market may be quite different. Real estate is local. There's no such thing as a national real estate market, so please contact me for information about your local market. And as I mentioned earlier, this is part two of two. In part one, I focused on buyer characteristics, and in part two, I will focus on the process the typical buyer used to find their home, the results they achieved, and how they thought about their experience. There will be some overlap between the parts. As I learned years ago, buying a home is an emotional decision justified with logic. This is what can make it fun or not. The process can be interesting enough even when there's only one buyer involved. People have different ways of making decisions, and we all handle challenges and stress differently. Buying a home typically involves plenty of both. When more than one buyer is involved, there can be quite a negotiation between the parties, and they often seek my opinion. Purchasing a home is typically the largest financial transaction anyone will ever make, and it involves many lifestyle factors. It is a serious process. Here are some highlights. 87% purchased existing homes, 13% bought new construction. Nationally, buyers typically paid 98% of the asking price. 55% of buyers said that finding the right property was the most difficult part of the process. 26% mentioned financing, including saving for a down payment at 13%, getting a loan at 8%, and the appraisal process at 5%. 19% signed the paperwork, and 18% mentioned understanding the process. And yet, buyers often avoid or delay seeking professional assistance. Given 24-7 access to the Internet, some may find this interesting. I'm not surprised at all, as it supports my belief that realtors bring value to the process of buying real estate above and beyond simply providing houses to look at and unlocking doors. While that is obviously important, buyers need to arrange financing determine what they want and need in the house, and be able to evaluate the options and make the best choices for themselves, keeping in mind that they may have serious competition. Some houses sell quickly. Buying a home takes time and effort. For example, I have worked with many buyers during my career and have been able to identify houses for them that consider that they did not or could not find on their own. My experience working with sellers, especially those whose properties other agents could not sell, has taught me a great deal about marketing homes to ensure that they actually appear in buyers' search results. Think Google search. Garbage in, garbage out. This knowledge helps me with buyers, and I'll be happy to explain this in detail. 86% finance their purchase, typically financing 88% of the price, with first-timers financing 94% and repeat buyers financing 84%. The median down payment is 12% for all buyers, with 6% for first-time buyers and 16% for repeat buyers. 
9% found the mortgage application process to be much more difficult than expected with only a 1% difference between first-time and repeat buyers. This explains why so many wait to do this, perhaps to their detriment. Sellers tend to focus on three parts of any agreement, the amount of the offer, the buyer's financing, and the terms and conditions. Sellers want to avoid or minimize the risk of a failed sale. 13% reported that saving for a down payment was the most difficult step, with 51% of those citing student loans. This is a problem that's been well documented. It delays many aspects of life. 50% of buyers found the home they purchased online, 28% through an agent, 7% from a for sale sign or an open house sign. There's no doubt that the internet has displaced agents as a valuable source of property listings. No one can or should dispute that. However, it has clearly not displaced the need for us to assist with the numerous tasks that are necessary to buying a house, regardless of where or how it was identified. One final point here is that it's important that a buyer provide accurate information as far as what's important for them. Having a buyer search online for one set of criteria while their buyer agent searches for something different can and will cause problems. We should be finding the same possibilities. Communication is critical. 94% were satisfied with the process, but only 63% reported being very satisfied. 7% were somewhat or very dissatisfied. Buying a house or investment property can be very frustrating. Trying to justify the emotion of a home purchase with logic can be challenging. I've met a number of owners who told me that they made a mistake when they bought their home. Some realized that sooner than others. While their situations may have varied, this often meant that they would have some difficulty selling or achieving what they wanted or needed to make a move. I can share some stories. 61% were given agency disclosures at some point with 27% at the first meeting, 23% when the contract was written, and 11% at some other time. In Pennsylvania, you may know this is the consumer notice form that we are required to use. The purpose of this disclosure is to offer a buyer choices as far as how we are to work together. Historically, many buyers assumed we were representing their best interests, even though they had not formally committed to using our services. Prior to buyer agency, all agents worked for the seller's best interests. The good news is that 61% received it, even if late. 20% said they never received it, and 20% said they did not know. In addition to being a realtor and associate broker, I'm a mediator and have spent years working on our professional standards committee. In those roles, I've been involved in many situations where the consumer, meaning a buyer or a seller, had quite a different perception of their relationship with the agent than the agent had. Trust me when I tell you that this can cause problems. Continuing with that thought, 39% said that they had a written representation agreement with their agent, 19% said it was oral, 28% had no agreement, 15% did not know. Buyers ranked the number of agent qualities as very important. 97% want honesty and integrity, 93% want the agent to be knowledgeable about the process, 93% want them to be responsive, 88% want communication skills, 83% want them to be able to negotiate, and 46% mention technology skills. The top three benefits real estate agents provided were 61% said helping buyers understand the process, 60% said pointing out features or faults with properties, 48% said negotiating better terms, 
47% said providing a list of service providers, 37% said they negotiated a better price, and 30% said they shortened the home search. Buying real estate is a unique purchase. Not only is it much less frequent than other purchases, it typically involves multiple steps, each offering their own challenges. If you would like to discuss buying or selling, or if you have any thoughts about this, please contact me. Again, thank you for listening. And as I always like to say, please remember, there's no time for inexperience, empty promises, or false expectations. Hire wisely. We are not all the same. Please look for part number one. Thank you again.